Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. I got my cafecito. Just tapping in with you this morning on a different program. Just decided to come on and shoot the shit. So this software that I normally use is uh hasn't upgraded with uh, my Mac update yet. iOS issues, right? So anyway, I'm going to wait for some of you guys to tap in here and see what's popping. In the meantime, let me go over here. But we're just going to have some fun. You know, we're just going to jump on. Look at it. got a thumbnail on there. <laughs> Thumbnail's all messed up. That's an old thumbnail, me and Money Moons. Ah, it'll promote the group, right? Right, light of shade. Start of a brand new month here, man, November. And I can already feel the weather. It's, you know, actually last night wasn't too bad. We took the kids trick-or-treating, you know what I mean, around the neighborhood. And I actually thought it was going to be like super cold, right? I always That's one thing that I always do when I get up in the morning. I always check the weather because that shit just be changing like clockwork. So I was like, yo, Alexa, what's the weather today? And she was like 59 on the overnights, but it was like literally like, what, 69 around 8 o'clock at night last night? It was, it was unreal, but it was perfect, man. Needless to say, we didn't have to bring the jacket out. But uh, let me tap in with everybody. What's up, Henry Lozano? What's going on up there, man, in Visalia? Y'all go subscribe to Henry Lozano's Garage Oldies, man. Like I said, buenos dias, good good morning. I'm just uh, tapping in with you guys because, as you know, according to my last uh, uh, live stream blockout podcast, we're kind of like on a hiatus right now. But I, I still want to check in every now and then, shoot the shit with you guys, you know what I mean, and, and see what's going on, especially with, you know, current events, maybe shit you guys want to talk about. Like I said, you could tell by the caption, no agenda. Don't mind the thumbnail because, like I said, I'm on a different software here, and that needs to be updated, which I'll I'll switch up when we when we get around to it after the uh, live stream. But let me see if I I got YouTube pulled up over here. He said, "No nut." <laughs> Is that right, fool? Hey, your balls are gonna be one big badass sack, homie, and they're gonna be super blue by the end of the uh, by the end of the month. Hey, good luck with that. Let me know how that pans out, homie. <laughs> saludos man i know right probably one of the fewer uh chicano uh, uh live streams that are going on right now you know what because chicanos don't get up that early man i ain't gonna lie i'm surprised you guys up and if you are up hey salute to you man you know what i'm saying uh like i said just jumping on here wanted to see what's going on with you guys um been taking a look at some podcasts here or there you know i, I kind of jump around you know, Joe Rogan's, uh, I'll jump over to American Cholos, of course. Man, Gil, shout out to Gil, man. That guy, him, him and Haters World, man, like, they're just kind of like, you know, neck and neck. Shout out to Haters World. The dude's been, like, coming up crazy lately. I mean, the guy's got multiple channels, right? I got to, like, give it to dude. Like, in order for you to jump and get in order, you know, to, to add another channel to your resume is like, your first channel got to be popping. So his channel is definitely popping. And, uh, man, much love to him. Gil, I see you, man. Congratulations with the new studio. That's dope. American Cholo, you know, I, I see the the built. I'm going, we're going through a rebuild phase right now. So uh, but really excited to see what you've done with that, my boy. And, you know, I see you trying out some things as well with, with some co-hosts. You got some females in there. Hey, man, go subscribe to um, American Cholo if you guys haven't already, which I'm sure most of you guys have. Uh, same with uh, hate, Haters World. Uh, what's up, HB, HCB Chemistry? Good morning. So, yeah, man, just uh, 
just on here. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you guys got going on for the day. If you guys are planning, you guys getting ready to go to work. You know, I just wanted to jump on here. And like I said, I've been checking out some some topics here or there. One topic seems to come to mind is Little Rob. He, he's been in a lot of people's mouths lately. You know what I'm saying? Pause. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As far as the rap game goes in. I, I'm happy to see my, my boy back. One thing about Little Rob is he keeps to himself. You know what I'm saying? And you don't really hear uh, too much um, uh, media on him other than what other people are talking about about him. But, but you know, it's supposed to be that way, right? Like, that's what media does. For a long time, it was like, you know, where's little Rob? Is he going to be dropping new music, whatnot? And um, where's he been? Is he ever? Because there was like a little, you know, pause for the cause there for a minute. And all of a sudden, he just came out and hit us out with nowhere, right? With a new album. He's got that single, Too Much. You know, matter of fact, I'll tell you a little story behind the scenes. I interviewed Fingers here on the Blackout Podcast a while back. You can scroll back or I'll leave it in the description. We went over to Finger Spot in Hollywood, right? And he actually played me some of the new Little Rob music, uh, a couple of the tracks while we were sitting there. And this must have been, oh, I don't know, maybe four, four months ago, maybe? Maybe four or five months ago, something like that. And I'm sitting there and he's playing me. Then he's telling me, he's like, yeah, Rob's getting back in the studio. He goes, I'm linking up with him. He just hit me one day. He says, I'm ready to get back in. So he starts banging me, you know, some of these new tracks. And um, Too Much was one of them. I was like, that's different. That's really different. Because, uh, you know, what you expect from the, you know, typical what's going on as far as the, the, the Chicano rap is, is funk. Or oldies, or at least from let's just just keep it Little Rob, you know what I'm saying? Little Rob is 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 oldies. That's what we know him from. It's that oldie type sound, you know what I'm saying? Which is uh, he is signatured in, in, in the last twenty plus you know years. So um, for him to be different and come out with that type of style and, and just to switch up the music and fingers is amazing, you know what I'm saying? Like he, I'm, my boy gets down. So. Um, that's just a ama- you know amazing combination right there, and you know we already know the the success that Fingers has given. Well, they both created together on the um, on the summer nights. We all know that. I mean, it just has to happen again. The song's dope, though. I had to listen to it a few times to get you know to get used to it. You know the track and whatnot. But Rob had a lot to say about that song, and. Was he going at anybody directly? I I don't think so. I just think that those that, you know, have enough to say about him. And and it seems more of like the negativity, right? But here's my thought, man. Like, and I'm sure you've heard this before. There's enough room in this industry, bro, for like everybody, literally. For an example. There's a lot of artists I haven't heard of because the game is so saturated, right? In the in, in this industry, when you go on YouTube, there you're guaranteed you're gonna find five or ten new artists that you're going like, what the hell? And a lot of these like, what the hell? Meaning like, who are these fools? You know what I'm saying? But it's like a lot of these artists are hitting like numbers, thousands of views. You know, they're they're in the some of them got millions of views, and you're still going. Like, am I missing something here? Like, you know, I, I granted, you know what I'm saying? I've been out the game for a minute. I did my radio thing for so many years. And I worked with a lot of mainstream artists, you know, that that came forward to the radio station and got their shit played. 
But you, my, my point is, is you go on and you see all these artists. And a lot of these artists are like, like I said, man, and, and 100,000 views. And you're going, who is this? Where you might ask your neighbor or your homie, have you heard of this artist? They may not, they, chances are they may be like, no, I haven't. But they're getting those views from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Now, I've heard of bots. I've heard of bots. People buy views. I don't know if there's truth to that. I'm back in the game freshly, you know, in the game. So I that's something I would never do. I could never do. I would I just I'll buy ads to promote my shit like you're supposed to, but I would never buy likes or, or freaking follows. That's just stupid to me. You know, it's it's obvious. You could just go by somebody's likes and comments if you see how many followers they it just they just don't add up. But anyway, going back to views, you know, that just shows me that there's enough room in the game. You know, there's so many people, billions of people on YouTube that you can pretty much do well for yourself. You know what I'm saying? By being an artist. And, and that's what it is. It's your job to promote yourself. Uh, going back to Little Rob, I mean, there's. with that being said, there's a lot of artists that go to Rob for like, you know, help. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, homie, help me up, put me on, this and that. You know, uh, and then they get mad when he pays no mind. He just does him. I, I got to respect him for that. Because what's going to happen is, is if you help one out, then then it's like they're going to expect you to help everybody. Somebody's going to feel left out. There's homies feeling left out right now because he hasn't helped. Like, And I don't know if there's truth to this. He hasn't brought anybody up, one person. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine if he brings up one person or two people? Those How those other people are going to feel? They're really going to feel left out because it's like, oh, now it's a competition. Thing. Oh, favoritism thing. You think he's doper than me now? And it's like, nah, man, come on. My point is, is, dude, there's enough room for everybody. Lighter shade of brown. Us, for an example. We never looked for no handouts. We hustled. And remember, we were in a day and age where, fuck, there was none of this social media. There was no MP3s, no waves, nada. Strictly cassettes, homeboy, and CDs. We made our demos on a cassette tape, all right? I put in work just like anybody else out there in the early 90s, 80s for that matter. You know, and I was at every house party and and, and rapping, trying, just begging to get on that mic. You know what I'm saying? And and school and, and, and finally, and I know what you're asking. Somebody had to help you out. I'm not going to say they didn't. My skills help me out, homeboy. Right now, you have the opportunity. If you're an artist, this goes to all the artists out there. If you're an artist up and coming and you think you got the shit and what, what it takes, you know what I'm saying, to make it in this industry, well, first, I, I really ask, do you? First off, do you have the talent? And if you do and you believe in yourself, that's great. And I'm not just talking about just your homies. You know what I'm saying? Because your homies going, half of your homies are yes men anyway. I'm sorry to say, but it is what it is. All right. But you take a stranger, go to the mall, go to a bus stop, go somewhere, go to go to a gathering, a party and play your shit for somebody. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get the truth. If you do great, if you if you got the talent, dope. Now, next thing is, do you have the hustle? Now, I've talked to a lot of label owners, record label owners to where they've signed a lot of artists, you know. I know some people, their biggest pet peeve is, you know, I sign these artists, but it's like, 
I am hand feeding them. I've, I've given them opportunity. I've given them a platform. You know what I'm saying? I, I've, I've put CDs in their hands. You know, I've recorded their albums. But the problem is, is they don't have no hustle. They don't want to show up. They want the fame overnight. They want, they want to get paid right away. And when they see the label making money, then all of a sudden they want to come back after the label. Now, in some instances, that does happen. You know, where the label just, you know, there's a lot of labels out there that have just done people wrong. But there are the others that that do it by the, the system, by the formula, the way it's supposed to go. You know, I put out your album. We we decide what numbers, you know, up front. A label's supposed to say, hey, this 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 is what it is. You, you get a legal contract and you say, look, man, th- this is what we get. This is what you get. Point blank. Should be it should be that way. If there's any funniness going on behind, then that that's that's another conversation. But it should be up front. This is what you get, and this is what we get. And um, the label is to record you, pay for all that, pay for all your pressings. Back then, I'm talking CDs, vinyl, whatever it is, and then start booking shows, you know, or or, or get yourself a manager, get your shows, and you get out there, you hustle. You know, that's how it was for us back then. And we had the product. But remember this. Every dime, every cent that's put into you as an artist gets recouped back. That means the label has to make their money back in order for you to, before you even start seeing a dime, you know, which is, which is pretty legit. So this label owner was like, yeah, man, I put these guys out there, but they had no hustle. You know what I'm saying? And and they stopped showing up to shows and getting lazy. And it's just because people want success overnight. And that's not the way it works. I'm going to go to the super chat. What's up, everybody? Shazzy Town. What's going on, mama? Says uh, he can't possibly help everyone. Folks got to help themselves at some point. Right on, Shazzy. And Shazzy, I know you. We met once. I I, I remember that spot, I believe, in San Pedro, right? And you was telling me you, you was going to start a podcast. And I remember you told me. You said I'm a black female, but I'm doing speaking on Chicano, Chicano uh, culture in Texas. Remember that conversation? I do. And I thought right away. I said, "Girl, just come from the heart." You asked me my advice. I said, "Come from the heart. Be real. Be 100 percent with the people, and they're gonna they're gonna reciprocate that. They're gonna receive that well." You know. Remember, you was telling me about that whole thing, and you you was afraid of getting hate. It's okay, man. That you know to to. Check yourself before you, you know, you put yourself out there because once it's out there in the universe, man, everybody's sampling that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's screen recording that HCB chemistry. Yeah, I've been in business for over 10 years. These fools expect to be good at sales and and overnight it takes time to be better than yourself. For real, man, like you got to groom yourself. We're constantly grooming ourselves, not just as sales reps, managers. Uh, rappers, producers, you're always learning. That's what life's about is constantly evolving. You know what I'm saying? So you you have to put the work in 100%. You can't just expect it. And I think that's what's different from this generation to back then. There are more tools to utilize nowadays than there were back then. It's evident. Look, man, I'm streaming right now from this camera. You really don't know where I'm at. You know what I mean? And I'm talking to thousands of people right now, like potentially. And it's like we didn't have that back then. Boy, if we had this type of uh, access back in the day, I'd be shooting a video for every song I did, man. 
ODM, we love you, dude. I was born in 91. I saw the Sunday afternoon song a few weeks ago. I remember I heard that before a really long time ago. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, time time does fly. Time time goes by crazy. But here we are. Lighter Shade of Brown still standing 33 plus years later, man. And, you know, we got a single to go with it. We so ex- we, we, we happy for that. That Like I said, in, in Sunsets, like the culture wants it. You know what I mean? So it was time for us to give it to you. And that's exactly what we did. Um, shout outs to Money Moons. Money Moons, my partner, he was he was the one that really just kind of came to the table and said, homie, you you got a fan base out there. You know, he's the one that showed me the Spotify and was like, look, bro, you're getting X amount of th- over 100,000 and some. You're getting like 160,000, I think it is, just on Spotify listeners a month. All you have to do is feed it, feed them. So I was like, yeah, but let's do it. So, you know, we started working together. There it is. Funk by nature, man. Our first song we did, uh, actually a month away, money moons and I hooked up. We, uh, he came to the radio station when I was working at here at KGGI. Shout out to everybody on my IE listeners who grew up listening to me on the radio. Much love. He pulled up with his CD you know, uh, with OG Mondo, shout out to OG Mondo. And he was like, yo, man, uh, ODM, this is Money Moons. You know, he's got his new CD, handed me a CD. Anyways, he says, look, this is Money Moons. And uh, he's got the CD. I said, you know, I was on the air at the time. I says, I'll check it out, man. And I did. A lot of times artists would bring their CD. And that's, I love that. When somebody's tangible, brings a tangible good, like a CD, it's not just an email. It's not an MP3. Homie showed up at the radio station was like, look, was putting in that footwork and i took the cd i listened to it number one i was proud that this generation because you know he, he's he's a lot younger than me is has grew up on the right shit and knows what they're doing man got back to him i said yeah this is dope so on and so forth well a few months later he ended up hitting me up for a feature and that was that summertime joint and um he was like odm i want you to feature on this song right and I'm going to send you the beat. So he DM'd me the beat, whatever. I gave it a listen, bro. It was like classic West Coast feel, man. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get on this. I don't know, man. I just felt this, you know, urge of uh, the sense of uh, like urgency just just to, to, to write to this beat. So, man, I wrote it that day. We went to the, uh, actually recorded it at the crib. And then we went and uh, recorded it over, I think, at Omega Studio in Ranch Cucamonga. I think that's where it was. And we ended up laying it down. I'm looking for it right here. But Summertime, do you guys remember that? Uh, that was the name of the song that we did. We actually uh, shot a video for it. I don't know because I remember my son was like two years old or something like that. And this was the video. But yeah, man, this was dope. So we ended up shooting this right here, this video. And from this song, you know, we ended up doing No Ceilings. We shot this like in 2016 or something like that. But anyway, my point is, is the money moves he pushed me to get back in the studio. And, and I haven't sent, you know, stopped since. So much love to my boy for encouraging me, man. He said, we need to bring back that Brown Royal, man, that you did back in the day with Capone and, and Mr. Shadow and Conejo and Model Brown Shady. You know what I'm saying? I produced all those cats. And he was like, man, the streets was loving that shit, bro. You need to just get back up on that. And so because of that, that's why I did what's up sheila good morning my daughter just turned 20 and loves lsob see that 
appreciate that, man. I love that. And that's because of you, Sheila. You're the reason why your daughter's bumping our music, unless you found it on TikTok somewhere, because that's where a lot of youngsters be finding their music these days. But uh, props to you. Props to your daughter. Um, we love that. Thank you so much. Sunsets is going up. Guys, we just hit 200,000 views and climbing in, in a month. That's pretty big for a single, for our first single coming back after so many. That just goes and show you what I was talking about. Like, you know, um, in regards to uh, being out the scene and having such a fan base out there. So appreciative. But I'll be honest with you. And a lot of I see a lot of people talking about DWTX, you know, and, and which is another conversation I will have. Um, you know, I'm getting a lot of flashbacks from uh not flashbacks well uh what do you call it negative negative energy we'll just say that um from 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 performing let's say or recording or whatnot and you need to put more dwtx in it you might you need you need to mention him more you need to put more visuals of him on you need to do that guys we've done two songs man sunsets and funk by nature all right for starters it took us took me me personally, seven years, seven years to do any type of music with Lighter Shade of Brown because of Bobby's passing. But when I decided to get back in the studio, thanks to Money Moons and a lot of you fans out there encouraging us, like I said on Sunset, the culture wants it. So it's time to give it to them. Definitely. My first passion, my first love before radio, uh, aside of my family, is, is music, hip hop. You know that. That's what started this. That's what got me here. All right. So the game, yes, let's just say pulled me back in. Now that I'm back in and with all the access to these tools, knowing my partner has rest in peace for seven years now, you know what I'm saying? Is he missed? I see that. Very well missed. I see that in the comments. There's not a post or video where I, I post up. We post up on the lighter shade of brown social accounts where I don't see you guys' um, comments on DWTX. We've showed visuals of DWTX in both videos. Don't believe me? Go back and watch it. Go watch Sunsets right now. Go watch Sunsets right now and tell me if you don't see DWTX in the clips. Go watch Funk by Nature right now and tell me if you don't see uh, uh, cassettes and the homegirl Bella holding a magazine with DWTX on the cover. All I'm saying is this. Rest in peace to my boy. We made history together, history that no one can ever take away from us. Legendary. I'm going to come out and talk my shit now. Why? Because I'm at that point where I think it's time to. You know what I'm saying? We've, we've paved this, this wave, him and I together, and, and it's collectively with the producers and everybody around us. We've put years in. We've got mileage, homie. We got mileage. Next when you get in your car, you know what I'm saying? You start it up, you go, damn, homie, I'm at 25,000. I'm at 50,000. Man, I'm at 100,000 miles. Yeah, that's how much work we've been putting in on this whip. <laughs> and a lot of you are the same. You Up-and-coming artists, you're, you're going to put mileage in, too. But that's why I'm saying we take this seriously. We're from the old school. You know, what DWTX and I did, and like I said, collectively, everybody else, you know, we, we started a movement, a wave, and paved the way. Did I know that we were going to do that when I was 16 years old? 
Did he know that when he was 21 years old? Nah. But you know what? It was for the love of hip hop. That's what brought us together. When we got in that booth, we made magic. When we got on stage, we made magic. You know what I'm saying? We created that way. And I respect everybody out there who gives us our props and our flowers, as they say nowadays. We we, we say props uh, because it's because of the fans. You guys are the ones that embraced our music. You didn't have to do that. Banger after banger as the hits keep dropping. You know what I'm saying? We ain't no little one-hit wonders. Quit playing, homie. A lot of shade of brown. Come on, bro. Countless. And it's proof in the pudding. That's why we doing these arenas. I don't want to keep talking my shit. I'm going to say DWTX, rest in peace. Sad to see my brother go like that. It is what it is. But seven years later, um, do I have memories? Yes, of course. I have a bunch of memories. And maybe we'll sit in on another conversation, you know, and and, and do a, uh, I know a lot of you guys have asked. We've covered some stories on the first season of the Blockout Podcast with Shiro, Jam and James. We brought everybody in, heard their stories. I threw a little bit here and there, but if we, we can open it up to a Q&A, I'm with that. We'll do it here on the Blockout Podcast, all right? But time goes on, man, and, and the name is still there. And what better person to put in front of the mic or behind them keyboards than someone who knows the lighter shade of brown formula? Guys, I produced. Hey, DJ, I produced. If you want a groove, I produced. Dip into my ride. If I don't know the formula, then cancel me out now. This new music, this new wave that uh, we're getting back in the studio, we're doing this album, Lighter Shade of Brown, Funny Moons. The name carries weight. You know that. We all know that. We're pushing forward on this, all right? We got two singles, and they're doing extremely well. Better than I thought they would be. Let's put it that way. I put a couple singles out on my own under ODM, but I was like, nah, we need to utilize this name because our fan base is Lighter Shade of Brown. And that's it. Anyways, I appreciate everybody for, uh, you know, tapping in. Let, let's go here to the Super Chat. Good morning, Piojo. Is that Piojo? Piojo, Maron. Where are you tapping in at? Let's see. Good morning, uh, ODM. Let's see here. Can you rock it like this? Valencia 499. Man, tell me that's not one of my favorite jams right there. That's another one from the Brown Royal Archives. Shout out to Royalty. Low Profile. Hit me up, man. He put out an album with Frank V from Proper Dos. It was that song right there. Go look it up. It's called Can You Rock It Like This? It was me and Frank V from Proper Dose. Man, we went back and forth on this hook, on this track. And DWTX is on that song, too, if I'm not mistaken. I wonder if Bobby's on that track. I know Royalty's on it, me and Frank. Can you rock it like this? I can rock it. Now, the question we ask is, can you rock it like this? The type of hits to make a man say, man, that's the shit. ODM, Brown Royal, number one contending. Ten years in the game, that's your dad. He remembers. That was back then when we was 10 in, but that was the shit. Oh, there's no anger. No, no, no. There's <laughs> Bioho, there's no anger, bro. I was just being direct. That's all. Um, we were on a conversation about DWTX and Lighter Shade of Brown. You know, it's just one of those things. Sometimes people get under your goat or they try to, and it's up to you if you let them. I wasn't upset. I wasn't anger, but I was being direct to those who are going to see this later on. But shout outs to everybody there. Uh, let's see here. Any new songs in Espanol? You know, we've never done a whole Spanish album. I've only done Spanglish, so I don't know. Shazzy, that's a great question. What's up, Derek? Good morning. Derek Mallory. Free Frank V. What's going on with Frank V? What do you mean free? Is he locked up? 
that's my biggest thing right there. Where is Frank V? Why isn't he on these podcasts? Like, is he another one that's staying away? You know what I mean? Like Little Rob? Little Rob obviously is now on doing podcasts. And that's another thing. I don't mean to be all over the place. Uh, we'll get back to Frank V. But the, the, the Little Rob scenario with him now doing podcasting, he's supposed to do podcasting. He's releasing a record. Think about it. It's marketing. There were some podcasts that I didn't jump on or yeah, I didn't get on because I had nothing to bring to the table. It's cool to come on and talk about. And it's cool if I put the mic down and I said, you know what? I'm done. Yeah, let's go on your podcast. Let's talk old memories. Now, nah, man, little Rob said, you know, I'm putting out a single. I'm doing new music. And I'm sure it was, you know, his shout outs to Upstairs Records, Joe and all them. John for, for getting in his ear and say, it's time to do marketing. This is how radio worked. Before podcasting, it was radio. Guess what the artists would do? We'd do a thing called Radio Run. We'd release a song and we'd go do a radio promotional tour all across the U.S. Some radio stations we didn't go on. Most of them we did. It made sense. That's all Rob's doing. You know, don't get it twisted. The audience out there, he's not going on because all of a sudden, you know, people are speaking on his name. So now it's time for it. He ain't, he ain't, that ain't why he's doing it. He's doing it to promote his record. That's it. And guess what's going to happen once this album's done? You know, he's probably going to go back into his shell, you know? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Or maybe, you know, he's a family man now. He's older. He's got a little boy. He's traveling with him. He's got his woman. He's good. I understand he has a restaurant from what I heard. And if he ain't coming to your podcast... Don't get upset like Gil said from American Cholo. You know, it's all good. Gil gets his numbers either way. Me, I hit up Rob last year. I said, Rob, hey, bro, I'm doing this podcast, the Blackout Podcast. Would love to have you on it. You know, I, I did a show with them in Arizona last year. And I said, can we get some, you know, video, visuals of you, bro? You know, do look 10 minutes, homie. That's it. And you know what he told me? Straight out. He said, ODM. He said, I can't do yours. And here's why. If I do yours, then I got to do everybody's. And those were his words. Silence is golden. Out of sight, out of mind. You know what I mean? Even though you can't, as a fan or an audience, you can't keep little Rob out of mind. I mean, you bump his music. But him, he feels, let me just lay low. That's all he was doing. Doing his show, got his bread, and he bounced. So respectfully, I said, okay, cool. I says, you know. Another day for that. And now I see him doing podcasting. I ain't upset. I ain't mad. I ain't tripping. If you upset because Rob is not on your podcast, that makes me go question, you know, you as a podcaster, as an interviewer, meaning, is that all you know? Is this circle? There's thousands of celebs out there. There's thousands of people, not even just celebs, just, you know, people that, that are dying to get interviewed. I get it, man. Rob brings numbers. Maybe that's the reason why. There's been a couple others that I've hit up, some actors. Uh, I won't say their names, but I, I've, I've, you know, a request, hey, homie, can you come on the podcast? Oh, I can't right now, homie. You know, I'm um, right now I got this uh, movie I'm doing, whatever, you know, and I got to wait. I got to wait it out. I got to, you know, I got the, I, some of these cats come with PR people, you know, you got to go through them. I go directly to them because I know them, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I just hit them straight out. And, and, and I respect that. You can't help but respect it. Can't get upset. Like if the homie can't do it right now, he can't do it right now. Whatever. Anyway, I'm done harping on that. 
What else? Lazy. That fool little Robbie acting like a hyena. Lazy. Why is that? I pinned your comment on there, bro, because I want to know the reason why he acts like a little hyena. I'm curious, bro. Mr. Campos, what's up? Got that funk by nature. Appreciate that. Valencia, 499. Man, thank you. Thanks for bumping the new one. I'm waiting on Lazy's response here. I want to know why he be acting like a hyena. Let's talk about it, homie. Like the caption said, let's talk. Shout out to the homie Ricardo from Mesa, Mesa, Arizona. Hey, guys, we're coming to Arizona to the, have you guys ever heard of the Apache Casino? Bone Thugs and Harmony exhibit and everybody else, but it's it's a weekend thing. So we're not actually playing on the same day as them. I just don't want you guys to uh, get that twisted. Let me see if here I can share the flyer. Uh, there it is right there. So we got uh, Bone Thugs. Exhibit Warren G. They're actually playing on Saturday night. Okay. They're playing on Saturday night and then we're going to be on Friday night. I don't know why they did this bigger. So we're playing with Big Gemini and B Riders Lot, Ladder Shade. All the Latinos repping one night. <laughs> so that's Friday, November 10th. So yeah, all ages. That's uh, Friday, November 10th in Arizona, Apache Casino. I uh, go to LaddershadeofBrown.com for all the info on that. Little Quet there. Dissed little Rob on Mr. Criminal's podcast. What do you say, Derek? I I'll be watching some of the stuff. You know, I, I I tend to watch the shorts and the reels every now and then. I'll jump on Criminal's podcast every now and then. I just kind of like work the room. Tony A. Gill, Haters World. There's a few actually newer ones podcast that I've been peeping. Uh, there's a homie that just interviewed Money Moon. Shout outs to the Lit Outlet. What's up, homie? I see you doing your thing, bro. I'll jump over to like the Nelk Boys podcast check their shit out mike tyson's hilarious i love watching mike <laughs> i like how he switches out his co-hosts i'm doing good q smooth good morning to you what's everybody up to it's nine o'clock here pacific time Derek. i know you're on the east coast right we'll come back to that first question Derek. ain't dj tony a this supposed to be your dj for lsob at first good question but no i met tony a when uh with high seat when they dropped the uh, I'm Not Your Puppet. And it was like right around when we dropped TJ Knights or Latin Active. It was somewhere in between back in 91. Specifically, I remember a show we did in Arizona. One of our first shows out of town, Arizona, Phoenix. Shout out to Johnny Lazoya and the car shows out there. And High C was on the same bill. And there's where I met Tony A. Tony's always been cool. Tony was always low key back then. I remember he was very quiet. But he did his hands, you know, he worked his hands on his magic on the on the keyboards. You know what I'm saying? On the production tip. And Tony was like, dude, Tony was fire, man. Back in those days, he was doing a lot of tracks. Don't get it twisted. Tony got skills, man. If you know, you know. Derek, I know you know. Very handy, you know, handy with the with the back in the day, the sampling was was really big. And, you know, the way you had to push the, put 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 pieces together in different samples and play off the wordplay and chop up an oldie here chop up a you know a song here that shit was dope yeah. shit go listen to ice cubes out man what's up sol del rio how are you mama you have a great day as well little cuete this little rob and said f little rob but why that's why i'm asking just out of the blue he just said f little rob there's got to be a reason i hope there's a reason let's get down to the nitty-gritty Let's go back to Lazy because he knows motherfuckers been trying to get him on their podcast, but he decides to go on random ass podcast 
instead of all the known ones. All right, call it out. What are the random podcasts that he chooses to go on? Because I've seen him on, well, he was on Brown Bag, which is part of Power 106, which is morning. Shout out to Letty and the crew. We're actually supposed to be going to do the Brown Bag podcast as well. They were paying tribute to Latino, to the Latinos in, uh, in hip hop for Latino Heritage Month. And I think Lil Rob was one of the first artists on Brown Bag. Shout outs to everybody, Doughboy, Vic, all them, man. Um, I believe he was on with CeCe at K-Day as well. But I saw he was on a couple other podcasts as well. See, Brown Bag. He went on Food Community. He went on with um, LA Icon. Icon's pretty big in the podcast game, isn't he? See, what else is he on? He went on with Cypress. He went on with Be Real. Man, you can't call that a random ass podcast. He went on with Bootleg Kev. Bootleg. All these guys do numbers. But you, you, you can't be butthurt, though, man. If somebody doesn't want to go on your podcast. It's like... You can sign so many fans' autographs, but you can't do everybody. It's impossible. There's some artists that'll sit there for two hours and sign autographs, but guess what? You ain't signing everybody that's there. Either somebody's late, didn't show up <laughs> on time. You know what I mean? The line's got to be cut somewhere. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, guys, uh, let's see how long we've been on here. The topic seems to be about Little Rob today. I'm cool with that. Everybody just hating on Little Rob because homie dropping that, a dope album. That's from Drasa. I haven't heard. Uh, is this album out yet? Bring Cuban Link from Terror Squad. Is he local, Shazzy? That'd be dope. Dope conversation to talk to him, Cuban Link. Talk about the uh, big pun, you know, big pun days. That'd be really dope. He's got a lot to say. I ran into Frost a few months ago, and he said he he, he linked up with Cuban Link. And they were supposed to be doing some music. <clears throat> I don't know if that, that's ever going to come out. Maybe it's in the works. Uh, oh, yeah. Back to Frank V. What happened to Frank V? Is he in jail? Because the homie had bars. I seen a picture of Little Rob and Mr. Shadow together during the same show. Where was this at? Derek, was that recently? Lazy. He should have gone to block out American Cholo, Rhodium, Criminal, Hoodstocks. Yeah, and, and you know what? Lazy, the thing is, there's always time, homeboy. Like, there's always time. Like, it's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? Like, our podcasts aren't going anywhere. And he knows that. The door's always open. In terms of the blockout, I can't speak for others, but in terms of the blockout podcast, like, the door's always open. I may, shit, I might even catch Little Rob at a show. You know, that's the, that's the beautiful thing about podcasting and being on tour, being an artist. You catch these artists backstage. I might see him at another show. I might pop a camera on, you know, Mike. Of course, I might ask him respectfully, but it, it could just be that 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 simple. But when it happens, it'll happen. Yeah, exactly. Palencia, Little Rob is on a PR tour, Common Sense, definitely. What do you guys think? Uh, who should Lighter Shade of Brown link up with? Who should we do a song with? We were talking about doing features on our album. I was having this conversation with Moons, and I was like, we don't really need any features. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we, we've had features in the past, um, except for one song, one song we did, we got a song coming. Whoo, this one's a banger. We did a song with, uh, with Misfit Soto, uh, Hazard, shout outs to Hazard, IE, YBE, the homie, Lil Yogi, Moons and I, 
That song is a bang. I went to town on this track, guys. I, I don't know if you're ready for this one, man. I'm just, this is pretty dope. I brought the dopeness to this track. I, I went and hand-selected these guys because I knew that everybody on this track just got skills. Let me put it to you that way. Lyrically got skills. Hip-hop, hands down. These motherfuckers put it down. But as far as the side of that, I don't know. Drop me a comment. Let me know who you think. We should collab with Lighter Shade, Alcoholics in Cyprus. I actually owe Be Real a visit. Shout outs to Be Real. We uh we talked a little bit. As you guys know our history, there's some things that need to be cleared as well. The air. So that'll either happen on his or mine. I'm probably gonna go to his first, you know, but there's another artist who who gets the game, meaning, you know, he's not a He's not afraid or, or, you know, he's not too big, big headed to go on other people's podcasts. He's been on Tony A's. He's been on criminals. He's I haven't really reached out to him because, like I said, you know, when we meet, it, it, it's going to be those are going to do some numbers. I'll tell you that once. If you know, you know. Benny, shout out to Benny. Benny Sullivan, man. That's my little primo, right? My, my nephew right there, man. He's doing his thing. Desi Hollow, that's another cat right there. Met Desi. I came across his page, Desi Hollow. Uh, when was it? Last year, I think it was. Maybe before last year, maybe even further. Started bumping his shit, man. I was like, this is dope. Young boy, you know, he bringing that funk back. He bringing that OG West side, that, you know, that, you know what I mean? That OG funk. I love it. Newer generation. You know, he, he had a little bit of a sugar-free flow. You know what I'm saying? over over some west coast funk beats you know i just liked his style his arrangement and then i ran into him at this show in la pico rivera and i uh, saw him backstage and you know i said what's up gave him daps took a picture it was all love from that point on we exchanged some numbers and uh he had been hitting me to to do a track he said, hey, OG, he hollered at me. He's all, hey, you know, let's do a track together, homie. I was like, man, I'm with it. But he sent me the beat and everything. But what happened was is our our just our schedules just didn't align. And it was more so on me. Well, I can't even say that. I don't know what he had going on his side because there was times we were supposed to link up out here. And then I was supposed to be out there that way in San Diego. I was going to hit up Ocean's side, but they just didn't align. So, uh, here's a fun fact. So, the, the track he sent me, I believe he ended up doing with uh, RBL Posse. That's what it was. Because I was, I was flipping on YouTube. I was flipping on YouTube. I was going on YouTube. And I came across the track. And uh, I go, man, that's the same track he sent me. But it's all love, man, because, you know, Desi's dope, you know, and, and it, it, if I can get him to hit me back, you know what I'm saying, then, you know, we can make that work. But I think he's a little upset at me because he isn't. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he's just busy because I hollered at him a few times. Desi, I let your boy, man. Let's work. You know, also a lot of times there's been other artists that have hit me in the past to where. I wasn't ready to spit, you know, and I wasn't ready to get in the booth. See, you got to be, 
It's all timing, man. Everything is timing. You know, if I'm not ready to go, it's just like going back to the little Rob scenario. If he's not ready to come on your podcast or if he's not ready to do anything, then he's just not ready. I got to be 100% ready before I go in the studio. I take this shit serious. Okay. I don't just go put out anything. I I built my career this high to go do some shit like that. No, man. I don't have fast shit when it comes to this rap thing. I take it serious. So, you know, I, I just have I have to be in the right place at the right time. Right now, I'm ready. As soon as I get this health back, man, I don't know if you guys knew this, but the last vlog or the last podcast, I was talking about, you know, my this pneumonia that I picked up, man, about a month. been about a month now. And I'm just getting my win back. So, and the time is right. But we definitely working, man. And those tracks are coming. Brown Royal, man, I got those tracks on deck. Best believe that. Producing bangers. What up, Rasa? Manuel Navarro. Oh, you got some guitar riffs? I'd love to hear them, Manuel. Slide in our DMs, man, on the Blockout Podcast. Or just hit me personally. LSOB and Trish Toledo. That would be dope. We actually did a song with Mariah Avila. It's called Summer Soldi. Go check it out if you haven't had a chance to. Trish is dope, too. For sure. Play DeVille. That's the homie. I'm going to send some, I owe him some beats, man. I'm going to slide you some beats, play. Do something with Pitbull and Cuban Link. Where's, been, where's Pitbull been? I, I ain't seen that fool. Has he been laying low? Has he even dropping new music? Snotty nose res kids. Valencia. Stop being stuck up, ODM. All right. Why am I stuck up? Valencia, I'm going to call you out since you called me out. How am I being stuck up? Please let me know. Teach the youth how to make bangers with lyricism. Oh, are you referring to me being stuck up because I'm not teaching the youth how to? I don't think that's being stuck up. And I never said I wouldn't teach the youth. Matter of fact, we've been sitting there thinking about just bringing some artists up. But see, let me tell you something. It's kind of difficult to work with artists. I know, especially minors. It would have to be somebody that's of age, of course, because I don't want to deal with nobody's parents. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've, I've been there in the past, done that. And I, it, it's just a headache. There's some kids that got great talent, but then their parents are the ones that fuck it up for them because they want to they want to overmanage. You feel me? And it's like, dude, I'm, I'm trying to let me work. Let me do what I got to do with this kid. And trust me, I'll make him a star. But I'm also picky as well. You know, I'm selective. I don't have a problem teaching what I. But here's the thing. Valencia, you, you can't teach talent. It's got to come within. You've got to have that. Me, I'll sign an autograph or I'll, I'll, I'll write you a couple sentences. I suck at my penmanship. It's horrible. I know that. I'll practice. I'll practice. It doesn't matter. It's the way I hold the pen, the pencil. I, I, I've always, that was one of my low-key, you know, pet peeves about myself and securities about myself is, is writing. I've seen guys that have, have rapped their whole lives. And still ain't dropped one record. That's not my fault. You know what I'm saying? Like sooner or later, it's got to click. If you got it, you got it. If you don't, then move on. Maybe maybe rap's not your thing. Maybe producing could be a thing for you. You know what I mean? Maybe marketing. Maybe managing. I'm just saying. You know, like it is what it is. Don't waste time. You got one life to live. If that's what you're sold on, cool. You know, I've seen dudes rap their whole lives. Get into a relationship with a female. The females ride with them for so long. Ten years later, they still trying. They still at it. Fifteen years later, they still at it. 
ain't happening. There's no job there. There's no stability. Sooner or later, the girl gets up and leaves. She can only ride for you for so long. All I'm saying is, is you can't teach talent, man. You can't. When I was in radio, right? I didn't go to school for that. I didn't go to broadcasting school. I was fortunate enough to, to be able to slide in based off of my name, what I, you know, the group. My program director invited me out one day and said, look, man, I think it'd be great to have you on the radio station. Did I suck at first? Hell yeah, I did. But what I do on stage is no different than what I do on the mic. It was just learning how to run the board and do the mic and read the promo scripts at the same time. That's the shit where I struggled at. You know, because when you're on stage, you already know your lyrics. But when you're trying to read something and promote something, run the board at the same time and talk. But I got it. And it worked out 23 years later. Are you scared they're going to surpass you? Palencia, I challenge anybody. I don't. I don't know, man. I'm damn near 50. I'm 50 years old, homie. I don't. What are they going to surpass? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What I've, I've made my records. I've made. I've hit my milestones. I'm doing it because I still love it, and that's the beautiful. That's the beauty about it. I also don't believe in handouts. I'm selective, and timing is everything. I'll I'll jump on a one on one, and I'll give you a conversation on how to start your shit. I'll lead you to water, but I can't make you drink it. You 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 got to do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. All right, now you being funny. Don't gatekeep. That's the new term nowadays I hear. Gatekeeping. I wish I gate. I got nothing to gatekeep, homie. I will say this, though. Here's some knowledge for you. If you do decide to get in the game, get your legal shit straight. Do your research. Because you know what? Valencia, I'm still learning. You can never stop learning. Never stop learning this game. So I'm learning now. If I knew now what I knew back then, 90s, when we dropped music, I'd be a hell of a lot more paid. I just wanted to put out music. And that's how most kids are nowadays. They just want to be heard. They just want their music heard. That's it. They don't care about the business. I hear King Little G and all these other cats preach that same message. Learn your shit. So that's what I'm doing right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm learning about all these, you know, the royalties game, the splits, the you know, what they actually mean, your writer's credits, all of that. You know what I'm saying? Your masters, who owns your masters? Just be just be smart about it. That's all. Daniel Perez, that's all it is. With technology, everything changes. Keep up with. Absolutely. Vanessa, appreciate that. Shazzy, yes, the legal part is important. People missing out on money here, for sure. Would you sell your master's car now? Great question, Shazzy. Uh, no. I wouldn't sell my masters at this point. I don't even know if we own our masters. They say we are. Cause they say after this is what I understand. After 20, 25 years in a game, you get your masters back. The lighter shade of Brown masters, supposedly they're supposed to come back to us. The record label can only hold them for so many years. The problem is, is finding who owns the masters. That time when we were signed with Quality Records, they owned it. Then we sold; they sold those masters over to uh, Mercury Records, which is happened to be our third album, Lighter Shade of Brown, put out, laying in a cut. Guess what? Mercury's not around no more. So that got transferred over to Polygram. Polygram got, got now it's with UMG. I hear it. It's crazy. You just gotta follow along, but it's gonna happen. 
That's holding up the documentary that we got. Did you know there's a lighter shade of brown documentary? It's called a lighter shade of reality. You guys seen it? Lighter shade of reality. That's been done since 2016. Seriously. Backstory on this. It was supposed to be a reality show. Shout out to Lou Pizarro, who Operation Repo, my man, we had him on the Blackout podcast as well. He uh, approached us when Bobby and I got back together in 2015 at the Art LeBeau show on stage. And he was like, I'm a big fan of you guys. And what I would like to do is follow you guys around. You guys need to be heard. This could be the the return of Lighter Shade of Brown, so to speak. Kind of like how TLC, they was going to work on a new album back in the day, that, that the whole VH1 episode. And um, so we was like, cool with it. So we started, you know... Him and his crew started following us around different states. We're doing shows, whatnot. But then uh, things turned kind of sour when, you know, DWTX, Bobby, you know, he ended up in the rehab, as you saw. And this was reality. And he was filming this. And and Lou knew nothing about it. Bobby was the one that told Lou, DWTX was the one that told Lou, hey, man, I got to let you know I got this little issue going on, you know, with this drinking and so forth. So just just to clear the air, you know, but he was like, but I want people to know about my disease that I have. I want to bring awareness to it. So with that being said, we were only able to get so much footage before he ended up, you know, going home. So anyways, I don't want to say too much about it, but this is what we're, we're trying to get these masters back so we can use our music. In this blog, I mean, in this uh, documentary, but there's a link right there, guys. Uh, check that out. I just pinned it. You guys are gonna go watch it, go check that out. I'm gonna get up out of here though. If you guys have any questions for us, go ahead, drop them in the comments. You can send us a message on social media, the Blackout Podcast. And uh, thanks for uh, shooting the shit with me this morning, man. We, we damn near went an hour and 15 minutes, and who knows when I'll, we'll be back on, but like I said. Uh, Blockout Podcast is here to stay. We appreciate you. Go stream that new Ladder Shaded Brown Funk by Nature. It's out now. About to hit uh, 30,000 already, man, in just a few days. So go about your business and have a great day. Talk to you soon.